You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. What's going on, folks? What's up, fellas and ladies? So I hope that you guys are liking our little flash episodes from time to time over the recent craziness going on in the world. Yeah, every now and then when we get a wild hair on our behinds, we like to, well, I guess it was me on the last one, but I was, I had a a strong opinion and I wanted it to be heard. Yes. And I was, damn it. And it was heard. Thank you guys for your response on that. Uh, Also in country music news this week, Mr. Jason Aldean has decided to set out of the Grammys. And also Miranda Lambert, she's just too damn busy to attend. Well, she was for the, the CMAs as well. She was out of town for that when she took home the female artist of the year. You know. Or the, no, I'm sorry, the entertainer of the year. It that's the right. Female, the entertainer. That's right. Entertainer, the big one. She took the huge one. Yeah. Now, would you like to go into the next one, or do you want me to? I mean, I can. Uh, okay. So, you know, Eric Church this is kind of old news because the game was last night. He canceled his uh, concert in San Antonio, Texas, scheduled for the Alamo Dome. That's where the Spurs play. He canceled that concert last night so he could attend the Final Four matchup between North Carolina, his team, and uh, Duke. And I would imagine if he had a concert scheduled for tomorrow night, which is Monday, he will have it you know, canceled as well because his team, uh, North Carolina, beat Duke in an upset to go to the national championship game. What's your opinion on him yeah, canceling the show? Well, first off, I mean, you know how sports is. I mean, to me, sports. I mean, I don't hate on people that like it. But I just don't fucking get into it. And um, if I was famous, you would never have to worry about that with me. So here's my thing. I don't understand how he didn't have enough money to have a jet to pull it off. I mean, what what was the game time? They started at the exact same time. The exact same time as the concert would mm-hmm. have started? Yeah. Okay. Cause that's, I'm sure he probably thought of that option. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did see where Jason Aldean weighed in on that as well, saying that, you know, he just couldn't do that to his fans. And I've seen Bobby Bones is uh, his big deal on the internet, uh, which made sense. And, um, you know, I didn't see what Bobby can't... said. What Bobby yeah. say? Well, what he said was, uh, you know, there's three things that you're going to cancel a show for death, sickness, or something else that you want to do. Now, if you're going to do that, he could have lied and said that he was sick, uh, but then he would have been seen at the game. But what he should have done was as soon as he said that he's not going to make it for whatever reason, he should have posted a rescheduled date or at least gave them something. But who knows? I mean, you got Morgan Wallen who can go out here and commit a felony, and it just makes him go up higher on the chart. So, you know – Every episode we do, I feel like Eric Church gets mentioned in it. And 
that usually irritates me, but I'm excited to talk about this because I don't like either one of the teams that played last night. I don't like North Carolina. I don't like Duke. That being said, I was rooting for North Carolina. Since you don't like sports, it's hard for you to understand the magnitude of that game. Yeah. These two teams have played hundreds of times, but they have never played in the tournament against each other. And not only did they play in the tournament, but they played so deep into the tournament where there were only two games left. (laughs) That's it. It was for a chance to play for the national championship. These two teams are heated rivalries. It is, I wish I could say it wasn't, you know, the biggest rivalry in the college basketball because I wish it was Kentucky and Louisville. Is that the comparison, though? That's that's the comparison, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, but, yeah, Duke and North Carolina is by far the most heated rivalry there is. Because if you look at the campuses, they're located like 10, I don't know, 10 miles apart, maybe 20. It's not very far. They hate each other and they have for years. It's been extremely heated. And on top of that, the coach for Duke, you know, Shashevsky, this man has been coaching that team since 1980. Damn. Yeah. This was his uh, farewell tour. This is the last year he's coaching. He's retiring after this year. He said it all year, which that kind of irritated me. He was, is really, uh, look at me. Everybody shower me with gifts and appreciate my greatness. But he, but he only made it to the final four because it's over now, right? Well, I mean, the chance of Duke. Yeah, right? yeah, Duke's out of it. And okay. his career is over. And he was a good coach. But I'm glad he's gone. I got so tired of hearing him, hearing his name, seeing his face. But so the chances of that game you know, yesterday happening are very slim. I, I could go into the seeds. The seed differential is huge. There's no way North Carolina should have been in that game. A lot of people said, you know, he should have seen it coming and he should have bought you know, tickets in advance. They were an eight seed. Uh, no you way. can't do that with uh, – and, you know, I don't know much about sports, but I do know that this March Madness stuff, I mean, you you cannot plan for who's right. going to be in it. And, and if you could, we wouldn't have – a zillion brackets going on every year. Right. Yeah. Right? It's it's random. It yeah, random. I mean, there, there's no way to fully predict who's going to be the last two. No, no. You know? And if you look at the teams that are in the championship game, yeah, Kentucky played both of them this year. They beat <clears throat> – Kentucky beat you know, Kansas at Kansas by 18 points, which is a blowout. Kentucky beat North Carolina – I think that game was in Las Vegas by 28 points earlier in the year. And Kentucky gets knocked out in the first round by a 15 seed. Wow. A little nobody school. It beat mighty Kentucky. So that shows you that it's random. It also shows you that if somebody was looking in advance, there's no way they would have bought those tickets because what are the, what are the odds that you know, North Carolina is going to make it yeah, Pat, into the tournament. They almost didn't make the tournament. They were like, you know, four teams, you know, worse than they were that made the tournament. But that was it. 
<laughs> like they almost didn't get in because they were that bad during the year. And here they've made this historic run. I don't blame him doing it. He's already announced he's given a free concert, like to make up for it for everybody who has tickets. Yeah. He's you know, you know, throwing a concert. I think it's in August or September or something like that. But so it's going to make up for it. But I mean, they got to wait a little longer. You know, I guess what we can take away from this more than anything is he's honest. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I appreciate that. Yeah, he could have easily said he was sick. He, I mean, he could have done anything. He's got enough money that he could have probably, you know, staged it to where you'd never known that he was at the game. But since the, the time started at the same time, I mean, I guess it just comes down to if you're a sports fan or not, you know? Well, I mean, it's, it's like this. It's like, you know, say you have something scheduled and – yeah, something comes up where you would drop anything else in your life. What would that be? Like, if I had the means, like if I had the money and, you know, the, you know, Guardians, it used to be the Indians, now it's the Guardians. If they made the World Series and I had an opportunity to go to game seven of the World Series, I would drop whatever it was to go. Even your anniversary. Yeah, well, it's the wrong time of year. He's but... listening. <laughs> no. <laughs> you might can hear me right now, but yeah. she's not listening. <laughs> Next week's episode will be postponed. <laughs> <laughs> so that's all that I got on country music news, folks. Yeah. yeah. All right. On to the episode. Don't tear him That's right, folks. If you don't know it by now, that is Cody Daniel Johnson. Yes, sir. Born May 21st, 1987. The number one song, and I'm sure that you would probably know this one, With or Without You by YouTube. YouTube. With or Without You. That was the number one song when uh, Cody Johnson come into this world it was with me because i was born in 83 really (laughs) may 21st it was with me okay well so that's who we're talking about this week folks mr cody johnson now i'm gonna go ahead and go on the record and say i had heard the name because he was independent for a long time i mean he did his own thing he even landed a few big records that we're going to talk about uh, as an independent artist. But the first time that I really caught this guy and he grabbed my attention, I was going across a Facebook video. It was a Facebook live of Cody performing a Charlie Daniels song. Now it wasn't just like the way that we've always heard it. He put his own twist to it and it sounded something like this.
get stoned in the morning, I get drunk in the afternoon. I'm kind of like my old blue chick I mean, that right there. I mean, don't get me wrong now. Mr. Charlie Daniels' version was well known for yeah. years. But that right there is like, damn. I mean, he kind of like, we're here to party. I mean, before we get too deep into this, where do you stand with Mr. Cody Johnson? Um, I feel like he was great when I heard him the first time in 1991. 1991? I think his sounds old. He's got an old sound, and that's fine. That's fine. I got nothing against that. But, I mean, if we're going to you know, rant and rave about everybody who is a pop country star, Maybe come up with something more original. He's a great singer. He's got a good voice. I'm not taking that against him. I'm not comparing him to Cole Swindell. Okay, because that's where I was like. He I'm wears a CS on his hat. It you know, stands for can't sing. Who does? Uh, Cole Swindell. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, I can't sing. When, when, when it comes to Cody Johnson, folks, I mean, he is a true blue country artist. Without a doubt, he is. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. I mean, he he's like the baby version of uh, George Strait. I mean, he sings honest songs. Mm-hmm. A lot of times, he's talking about you know making love to a woman. He's he's tough as hell. If I was in a bar fight, I'd want Cody with me. Uh, I believe that he deserves a strong place in the country music community. You know, I believe. I mean, I I would trade him for ten uh, for, I, it just I can't find the right words because he is so country that I shouldn't have to see Dan and Shay on the award show when we've got a guy like Cody Johnson. You know what I mean? I mean, I, he's just he's country, and I'm tickled to death. And something that you guys need to check out is the Cody Johnson story, Dear Rodeo. Did you get a chance to watch that, Jordan? I did not get a chance. No. I'm telling you what, this guy is something else. He's he's kind of on my bucket list of somebody that I would like to meet. I mean, honestly. So, Cody's out of Texas, okay? Uh, he started playing music at a young age. Um, before the time he was 12 – He kind of wanted to be an actor, and then he kind of gave up that childhood dream. And around 2005, he uh, that's when he came into the music. But before that, he was a bull rider. I mean, that's what him and his buddies done. He wanted that life. He went on the road. He tried to make it uh, out in Texas. Is I mean, that's what everybody does. You know, they either ride bulls, play country music, or drill all you know i mean it's a it's a very very tough lifestyle and i think that's a dying breed i mean when you when you think of cody johnson he is somebody that i hope my son is like i mean i don't know him personally but from the image that they're portraying he's an honest guy he'll shake your hand look you right in the eye and I'm telling you what, I've, I've just got so much respect for him. Now, I may meet him. They say, don't meet your heroes. I may meet him and be very down and out like I was with Corey Smith. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Corey Smith. I was a I was a huge fan of Corey Smith. And I met him backstage and was like, damn, really? You know, he was just a jackass. 
You know? That tends to happen. They say don't meet your heroes. I graduated with a girl who, uh, when Corey Smith came to Lexington, she made out with him on his bus. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah. Wow. And at the time, he was married, so she wasn't, but he was. Yeah. Well, throughout Cody's career, there was this time where uh, he had took a break kind of from bull riding. And he was a correction officer. He also, um, he was the type of guy that would ride the horse and like made sure that the guys out in the field was doing their job on like a work release program. And kind of the warden was uh, one of the people that said, hey, you need to go do this. You need to pursue this music. Uh, Then he had a time where he, he kind of, you know, wanted to drink and party and he enjoyed that part of the lifestyle. Um, but it always led back to the music, you know? And that's what I like about him. You know, I mean, his songs are relatable. I mean, I know you're not a massive fan like I am, but do you have a song that he sings currently that you like? And I mean, be this. honest. Be I'm going to be 100% honest. There is not an original verse in any of his songs, <laughs> any of them. Original? What do you probably mean original? 20. I've heard everything that he sung, oh, sung by somebody else, probably 20 other people. Like, that's what killed me about him. I listened to a song, and I'm like, well, I've heard that whole story before. Listen to another song. Yeah, I've heard that story, too. Every song I've heard before, and I understand that a lot of people – you know, come up from the same area. That is probably what he knows. I just can't get it out of my head that, you know, I've heard that I've heard. It's just a a few different words here, a few different notes there. I'm not saying that he's not talented. The man is talented. He he can sing and he can play the guitar. I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I'm asking of him. It's not fair for me to ask him to write a song about something that he don't know. But write a song about something that everybody hadn't heard yet. Well, I mean, you know, uh, when we talk about this song right here, I'm going to go ahead and play it so you kind of hear the story that I'm about to tell. Between the almost atoms and broken bones, the dream of a bubble I'll never put on, I'm jaded. Somehow the highs outweigh the lows And I'll do it all again Even though we both know I'd still have to let you go So dear rodeo I tried like hell to tell myself It was all your fault I mean, okay, the first time I heard this song I thought, okay, wish I knew something about rodeo Then the more that I heard it and then I heard his kind of side of the story of it. That song's about more than just Dear Rodeo. That song is about, you know, getting so close to having something, about a buckle that you'll never put on, you know, about an award that you'll never win or uh, the lifestyle that you want to have that you'll never end up with. I mean, I don't know. A, a, relate a song like that. How is that like something that you already heard? There's a, I mean... There's a, 
not you know that in particular now that is the best song that i've heard him have i will say that it is but at first when he wrote the song he wrote it about the rodeo it wasn't acquainted to nothing else yeah reba mcintyre is the one who told him that you know rodeo is an analogy for whatever somebody's going through so but you've heard songs about rodeo in the past it is yeah different compared like to what you know not making it that is a little different but at the same time you know when we listen to music we try to you know find something that you know relates to us or something that we can relate our life to and although you can put anything in that spot i mean i I just never i've never been a rodeo person and that's i mean it's just me because in south central kentucky we see the rodeo when it comes to the fair that's about it yeah you know? yeah but but here's my thing with him i mean I'm i'm just tickled to death that he's in country music because he represents everything that country music is. You he's know country. I mean? He's country, yeah. and he's a, he's a great. I, I would put him in a bar fight against almost anybody, and he may not win, but he's going to country come music. Out. He would. Yeah, He'd win yeah, that, country music. That is for I mean, sure. Luke Bryan gonna? He's gonna rip yeah, his I mean, skinny jeans. Well, I would pay money to see him fight Luke Bryan. I would pay money to see him fight almost any country artist. But let's talk cool about thing. that. Let's talk about that. Okay. Who would win an all-out brawl of all the yeah, country artists? Hmm. I mean, Blake Shelton's a big dude. Yeah, but I could also see him worried about his face getting fucked up for TV because yeah. fame is more important to Blake Shelton than the fucking music will ever be. And uh, that's that's true. I mean, so that's where he's going to be with that. Years ago, I would have said Trace Atkins, but here lately, he's gigantic. Yeah, he's but gigantic. but lately, you know, I I don't know. Um, I would. I mean, I could see Eric throwing down really good. I could, and it could be just because we're on Cody Johnson. Yeah. But I don't know anybody that's tough enough that's fucking had his ass handed to him. And yeah, what about his cousin, Jamie Johnson? I don't know. I mean, Jamie Johnson was a Marine. I mean, yeah. he probably knows a few. He probably yeah. knows a few tricks or so. But I've also seen Jamie uh, live, and he's boring as fuck. So yeah, I mean, maybe. that doesn't he, mean he couldn't he, whip his ass. Yeah, it does. I mean, I ain't talking about. I'm not talking about music right now. I'm talking no, no, about yeah, you know, fighting, brawl. fighting. No right, brawl. right. I just don't see Jamie Johnson ever getting that aggressive. Let me tell you who might you be know? if they use their singing. Yeah, you know, Cole Swindell might actually bust some eardrums and really take somebody out. Maybe. Yeah, because they would literally want to hang themselves. Yes, they would want to go. <laughs> they would want to yeah. jump in front of a bus. You tell, I'll tell you thing. somebody that I'd like to see Cody Johnson kick their ass, and that's Bobby Bones. I'd like to see him. Kick <laughs> you have such disdain for Bobby Bones. And, really, I, and, I, and I really don't know why. I mean, I, I know why. I know why. I know why. Because you want to be him. No, 
No. You want to be no. him, you want to make love to him. I, I, I'm going to tell you one. right now, this is what I want. I want him to fucking respect country music is what I want him to do instead of using his platform for every single thing else but that. That's what I want him to do. And I'm going to tell you, folks, it's coming. Times. He is easing in his moment to have Morgan back on the show. He got Ernest in there, and Ernest is talented. Ernest has a single out. Whoopty fucking do. He didn't care nothing about Ernest the last three or four months. F bomb cutter number five. Now he's got Hardy on the show. He's got Morgan's best friends. He's trying to butter them up so he can fit back on that bandwagon. I want to know when are we going to talk about his band? Well, who? The Raging Bobby Idiots? Bones is, yeah, Bobby Bones. Yeah, he's whatever. played the Opry. Well, Multiple yeah, times. because Multiple he has times. connections. It's not because it's talented. He still played up. You know, I do, I do, I do need to YouTube his band and kind of see if it is comical. You know, it's probably not. But, anyways, um, damn, who would be, folks? You tell us. Yeah. I mean, like, okay, if you could pick any artist, Jordan, who are you going to pick as your number one ultimate fighter? Mm. Country music. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think about this a lot. This is this is really organic. I should have thought about this before. I mean, I'm 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 Riley Green's tough. Riley Green, but you know you can look big and that don't mean shit. Right, right. Because I mean, our buddy Josh Kaiser, he's a big dude. Josh Kaiser would, I'd say he would throw down in a bar. He's a power lifter, so I mean, yeah, he could probably he price. I'm gonna stick with Cody Johnson. Bring some hands. I mean, I I just don't know. Let's see what Google says. Who is the toughest country music <laughs> artist? And it better not show up as Jason Aldean because I like Jason Aldean, but he's he's a figure. Okay. Yeah, he looks like a bobblehead. His head it's huge. I mean, <laughs> he's a product. He is. He, he, he for sure is. And I know you don't want to hear this. But I come I down to the hardest, to... hardest working people. Who is the meanest country artist? Florida, Georgia. Long. Are you? No, I'm sorry. <laughs> that was that was the top 10 douchebags of country music. <laughs> it turns out to be Florida, Georgia line, Kenny Chesney, Taylor Swift, Jared Neiman, Garth Brooks, Dan and Shay, Charles Kelly and Toby Keith. Toby Keith. Gonna, that's what I was getting ready to say. Was, yeah, Toby Keith. He He's a would big be dude. somebody who would lay down a true fight. You know what I mean? I mean, I Sturgill know. would be, if it was a you know, weight class, he would do good in his weight class. But because he does, yeah, jujitsu some. Uh, mm. I feel like he, I don't know. Um. I, I'm. I mean, I guess I'm gonna stick with Cody Johnson because nobody else really comes to mind. So, who would you put up against Cody Johnson? Jamie Johnson. Are you serious? Uh huh. Jamie Johnson see seems like color. the type. <laughs> he he seems like the type who would have a pair of brass knuckles in his back pocket. Yeah, you know, he true. does like to pack a gun. He turned down playing a venue one time because they said that he could not have his gun on stage. So he is. And, a I mean, you got Aaron Lewis. I think he's all talk, though. Honestly, Aaron Lewis. 
Well, people I mean, rock and roll than anything. But here's the thing with Aaron Lewis, okay? And I, I know, folks, we're off the subject, but this is a great <laughs> conversation. So, Aaron Lewis, okay. At first, I seen a fuck ton of videos of of him stopping the show, yelling at people because they're not listening. Then he come out with the song, "Am I the Only One?" And the current situations that I'm dealing with in my life right now, I rock out to that song. I mean, I think that's that's one of his greatest songs, in my opinion. For the country version of Aaron, you know, is that one. And uh, back to your Eric Church statement, yes. Now, years ago, I would say Eric Church would throw down. Right. Now, nowadays, he would probably come up with a way to he might, he might cancel the event. <laughs> his uh, sunglasses are going to get broke. We can't have that. Yeah. Yeah, he would cancel the event straight up. So, back to Cody Johnson, folks. So, as you know, Cody Johnson kind of did his own thing. He was a big deal way before Nashville. Uh, He had a guy who kind of took him under his wing and took off with him, which was uh, Trent Willman. Trent had a little bit of success around 2009. That was kind of the time that Cody was kind of doing his own thing. I mean, Cody's actually close to our age, you know, so – Anyways, 2000. Hey, hey, before you, isn't you know Trent uh, friends with our friend Jeremy Spillman? He is. He is. That's what I was thinking. Mm-hmm. I Trent's kind of a songwriter, and Trent sticks to that cowboy look. And I mean, that will always mean so much. I mean, you do have some artists who can pull it off without the hat. They really can. But to me, when I picture a cowboy, I picture the boots and the hat. I mean, that just, it ties it all together. But and the assless chaps. Well, I, I'm not checking out their ass, Jordan. <laughs> so I don't know. But 2019, okay, Johnson made history by becoming the first independent artist to completely sell out the Houston Rodeo Stadium. That was 74,000 people. I mean, that's pretty impressive to be an unsigned artist, you know? Well, it's, I mean, he wasn't, you know, rodeo. And I've seen he performs at, that could be, I don't don't know, it's all speculation, but I heard a podcast that, you know, he did with the National uh, Rodeo Association or something. They do a podcast. They were talking about, the uh, nationals that was getting ready to come up he's going to perform it then and i wonder if he sold that out independently you know just himself or if he sold it out and they're also having a rodeo there that night yeah whatever but because i know he sings at that every year i don't know every year but he did a few times so yeah well i mean anybody in texas is going to be a fan of cody johnson it's like george Mm straight i mean you know he's from that area so that's what they're going to get with him you know Um, chestnut he's from texas too that's true that's true now this is one of the songs that was first introduced to us country radio style now before this song he wasn't really on country radio unless you were in texas and this is the song that you heard all the hill i've caused all the lips i've kissed all the love i've lost i got kicked around i've been black and blue 
on my own way to you All the stars I've seen All the songs I've sung All the beers I've drank All the damage done I was just passing time Kinda just passing through On my own way to you and this part right here become a TikTok. Talking about a girl hitting her. It was kind of comical. But that song was his first introduction to country radio. And I mean, that's a country song. I mean, when, when you talk about Cody Johnson, he automatically goes to that country music artist. Yeah. In my mind. Yeah, I mean he's he's not any other genre. He's country for sure. Yeah, and then he has a song like this that is a just a great love song. I mean, he's talking about how sexy the gentleman is. Get on, get that black dress down on the floor. when you got no. There ain't nothing wrong loving you all night long. I'm telling you, folks, if you had a little bit of wine, some roses, and you crank this song up, your woman, is she's going to listen to what you got to say. I've never heard that song. I, I like that song a lot. Nothing on you. I mean, it, it is... It is awesome. I mean, that's the thing with Cody. You know, there there's songs that you haven't heard. And if you just hear the name Cody Johnson, you're probably going to go to the top two on my way to you and um, Dear Rodeo. But he has songs like this that was even great, too. No, I don't care if you buy her drink. But she's not the kind of girl you think. Back when we were loving, she thought cowboys were something, now they ain't. Cause she's over buckles, she's over spurs. To her, you're just a heartache in a pearl snap shirt. Been less old and let go for the last time. No, she ain't just over me, she's over me and my kind. Which, I mean... That hasn't really been said. She's over me and my kind. It reminded me of like a Tim McGraw song. Really? How except the hell do the, you get Tim except McGraw? Except for that one you? line. That one line didn't sound like him, but the rest of it did. It the pearl snap shirt, spurs, boots. It, it gets said all, all the time. What about Luke well, Combs in a fight? He's a big dude. I don't know. He'd probably be out of breath easy. That's very true. You know, but I mean, he does run around the stage all night screaming, hollering, and drinking. So yeah, he, 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 more than I can. he could pull it off. I then, folks, <laughs> Cody Johnson's first number one song. If you got a chance, take it. Take it while you got a chance. If you got a dream, chase it. Cause a dream won't chase you back If you're gonna love somebody Oh, 
I mean, that right there, that's a hell of a country song, and I was happy to say it went number one. Yeah, that's a good song. One of his quotes are, it wasn't just Willie and Waylon. There were a lot of influences there. The cool thing about this is after getting to listen to the mixes back-to-back, you realize that this record is a bag of Skittles. Every time you pull out one, it's a different flavor, but they're all Skittles. They're all Cody Johnson. (laughs) but have you heard his song his name is jesus it's cover listen to this I mean, it's awesome when you see an artist who has no problem with covering their faith. I mean, speaking of that, there is an artist who said that they would never do a gospel song, and that's Garth Brooks. He said that he would never cover one. And, I mean, a lot of artists do. You know, yeah. I, it, there's a shorter list of ones who do versus those who don't. You know, well, I mean, if somebody is, I'm all for somebody, you know, covering one, I'm all for somebody, you know, writing one. But there is, to some people, there is an issue with profiting off of a, a religious song. So I, it's kind of, you know, one of them you know, catch 22s where, you know, you want to express your faith, but at the same time, I was always brought up, you know, people who, you know, marketed, you know, religious items like those bracelets, you know, the WWJD, like I like the meaning behind it, but if the thought that somebody is you know, raking in money, by selling those as long as they did with the money, you know, donate it, you know, to a church or to a charity or to, um, you know, something of that nature. But I was just raised that way. So my parents taught that, you know, it's okay to, you know, show your faith and show that you, you know, <clears throat> you know, uh, love God and you love Jesus. But if you make any money off of it, you don't, that's not something you put in your pocket. You give that away. Yeah. And that's like, you know, I see it as, uh, you know, I don't know how they do with the record sales on something like that, but I think that it's a great thing because like you said, you know, it's, it's given it, it's taking a chance for somebody to hear the gospel, you know, uh, that that's like Carrie Underwood, Jesus take the wheel. That was her massive song, and it was clearly giving all the yep. praise to, to Jesus, and it also jump-started her career. It sure you know? did. So, <laughs> it sure um, did. Cody has this other one. This is going to be the last song that I play, but 
this is one that we can't do without finishing. Hang on one second here. I'm aware of everything that's wrong with me But still you accept me anyway I live with the past I can't get past And it still haunts me So I'm asking for the courage to make a change By your grace I have hope You've already paid Every debt I owe Please take my chains And make me see That by your grace I've been set free You've already paid Every debt that I'll ever own I mean Wow. If that if that doesn't make you stop and think, I mean, and, and it's great to see his first album that went national like this, that he included that song by your grace. Yeah. I mean killer. That's, yeah, I mean that's I do appreciate that, you know, part of his artistry, you know. Uh I appreciate that he is willing to, uh, you know, to give the glory. He he he's also needs to go. he's yeah. also a very big patriot. I mean, uh, every show that he does, he gives honor to uh, our fallen soldiers, our first responders, and I mean, he's straight up. He he says it. I mean, you know, I have seen you, that. Yeah, and if you don't lo- love it, leave it. You know what yeah. I mean? And mm-hmm. I stand behind that and. I would say Cody Johnson in my book is a four. I would have gave him a five-star, but the reason that I haven't is because I'm going to give him time to grow. And to me, he's – you got George Strait, then you got baby George Strait right here. And I feel like he could could do that. He could secure enough number ones to someday be close to those shoes of George Strait, in my opinion. So that's my rating. I mean, he could. He's got the talent. He's a good singer. He's a good artist. Um, uh, shoe. I like what he stands for. Um, you know who he is as a person. Who he seems to be as a person. I don't know him, but uh, he seems to be a good dude with his head in the right spot and his heart in the right spot. Um, for that, he gets a star. Um, for his uh, talent, I'll give him a star for that. Um, I'm I'm gonna give him two and a half stars total. As for me, it's a little bit to be desired. I know he's still young. He's younger than I am, so he's young. Um, he has all the opportunity in the world now to you know get all five stars. Um, but he has that, you know, old time, not old time, nineties country sound 
just in my opinion. Like all of the you know, instruments, they all sound like they came from the nineties. Um, all the lyrics. He does have a couple songs that are you know good on their own, but and I don't know I don't know why that is. You know I, I don't know why it hit my brain like this, but I just feel like I've heard the majority of every song he's wrote or performed. I've already heard it. Um, I'll give him two and a half. He can, you know, grow on my star meter. Uh, I got to hear what he does next. I got to see what he does as an artist. And if he kind of embraces maybe an updated style of making yeah, melodies. Like I've, I don't know that <clears throat> last song I heard, yeah, you know, 45 by, you know, shine down. I heard it in the beginning. It's the same. It's the same riff, but, um, yeah. Well, I mean, and here, and a very small percent of me sees what you're saying. I mean, yeah. you know, you've got Sturgill, you've got Tyler, You've got Chris Stapleton, then you've got George Strait. Okay, you got George Strait, true blue, true blue cowboy. You got Chris Stapleton who can sing with his fucking just eyes closed upside down. Mm-hmm. You got Tyler who is like, wow. Then you got Sturgill who's like, I get that. And then you got Cody Johnson kind of. Pushing more towards it. I, I see what you're saying there. You don't really see the uniqueness in it. Right, right. And, and I, I see, see that. I see that. I see, I see the that. talent. I just don't see something that I don't see you know, somewhere else. Right. Well, this is what I see is I see somebody continuing to to pave that way with country music and keeping it in the right lane instead of pulling it over there towards the Dan and Shay shit, you know? And, and that's that's why I'm a big fan of it. He, the guy's honest. He sings his heart out. And he's somebody that I'm going to find out how me and you can get tickets, and we're going to go rate it because I almost guarantee you after the show, you're going to be like, I get it. I get it now. You know, and, and I see that you don't see the, the uniqueness in it, but what I see is – He's carrying that torch for country music. That's what I see. And and I'm happy to see that, you know? I mean, so it I was a, a cover song that done it for me. The right. the the way that he done um, the Charlie Daniels song, that's mm-hmm. what hooked me to Cody Johnson. It was not his first number one single. It was not anything else besides watching that one video, seeing him live. And yeah. I thought, this is the motherfucker. That's nine, nine f bombs, and for no reason. I just get excited when it comes to country music. I'm sorry, I do. So I have I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Have you moved on from uh, Florida Georgia Line? Because you you put down Dan and Shay four times this episode. (laughs) Here's the thing, like Dan and Shay are just, I mean, they're talented in their own rights, but. They're nowhere close to to being country music, and they, I just I don't understand it. And I mean, I would put Cody Johnson being more country than Jason Aldean would could ever be. Oh, for sure, ever. I mean, Jason Aldean is borderline 
Dan and Shayish. And yeah. I mean, and, and I love a lot of Jason Aldean songs. I do. But recently, the shit keeps coming out, and it sounds like the same thing, except his recent song on his new album, which I've seen his kids dance to on TikTok, uh, Story for Another Time. Thank God his producer finally found a different song for him that doesn't sound like Big Green Tractor or Dirt Road Anthem. You know, thank <laughs> God that he done that. But when it comes to country, there's a few select artists nowadays that I put in that bracket, and it's people like Josh Kaiser. It's people like Cody Johnson. You know what I mean? I mean, yeah. but I but I do see what you're saying. And the difference is between me and you is I'm straight up, don't put me in the grave without a cowboy hat on, and you're don't put me in the grave without – a little bit of everything, you know, yeah, because yeah. <laughs> you grew up with Metallica and 50 Cent, many men, you know. Mm-hmm. But then again, you know how to kick back with some where the green grass grows, you know. Yeah, and for sure. But in my opinion, Cody Johnson, thank you for what you're doing. And if we can get concert tickets, I want you to give Jordan a big F you <laughs> with the middle finger. All right, because I'm pulling for you. Just send me some songs on SoundCloud that I've not heard before, dude. (laughs) Whatever. I was about to look up some because I can guarantee you that he doesn't have a song that I wouldn't care to listen to all day. I mean, in my opinion, in my opinion, you know what I mean. So that's where it's at, folks. That's I think at this point. If uh, Cody Johnson was to ever hear this episode, he would come closer to talking to me than he would you because he's afraid you're trying to make love to him. Oh, bullshit. <laughs> bullshit. <laughs> I'm a true patriot just like Cody, and we connect. <laughs> That's what it is. Uh, you, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm telling you. And, and I didn't mean to drop so many F-bombs. It's just, man, you know, I... I take this stuff to heart. I really do. When it when it comes to country music, and I'm gonna clip that part just for a TikTok. <laughs> but back to what I'm saying, it so, makes me. And, and you know, it could be this. You know, when I was trying to make my music thing, of course, all the girls loved when you did the Kenny Chesney covers. You dressed like Kenny Chesney around that time, and that was kind of a thing for what I was doing. But the first time that I heard long-haired country boy, and are you sure Hank done it this way? I'm like, fuck that. Ten. I want to play that style music. Whiskey Bent and Hellbound. That's what I wanted to play. And to me, that will always be country music. I mean, it may change, you know. Uh, I hope it doesn't. But we got people like Cody Johnson who keeps paving the way for people who diehard country fans like myself. You know, Cody Johnson's more country than Eric Church. For sure. 100%. Cody Johnson's more country than the top five songs on the country charts right now. Oh, yeah. I'm sure. You could Google it. Yeah. Cody Johnson's going to be more country. But. And I, I know, know it doesn't is, sell. It doesn't. I know this is where we differ. Yeah, 
there's a difference between uh, yeah, being a uh, country because he's country. There's no doubt about it. Nobody can say he's not country. But is his music so much better than other music that you know, didn't as you know, country as his? It's not as I mean, it's just not as good. Not that's just my opinion. What do, you, what do you mean though? I mean, if you look just at the songs, at the songs itself, are you telling me he has more you know, talent than you know, Chris Stapleton? He's more country than Chris Stapleton, but Chris Stapleton's also pretty country. I'm just saying he is middle of the road in you know, today's country music. He's more country than everybody else. But if you take like the actual all all parts of it, you know, not just you know this little part, this little part. He's not at the bottom. He's not. He's probably a little higher than the middle, but he's closer to the middle than he is the top. That's where I'm at on him. I just I I can't wait because I'm gonna try to find us some tickets. That's pretty close. <laughs> but in, in in not trying to convert you. I just want him to have a strong rating. And I don't think that you can give him that until you've seen him live. Because like a Jehovah's I mean, Witness that came to my door. I'm just saying, folks. <laughs> yeah, let me talk to you about this. There's only so many seats yes. on this bus. We need now, to get on it. Now, listen, we seen where you guys made uh, – we had a little poll at the Wasted on Wayland. And we seen your votes on it, which was really cool. So we're gonna have a votes on this one. Mm-hmm. We want to know what do we want to know? I, I want to know: Are you are a, you closer to to Jordan's views or uh, Ryan's views? That's right, folks. Is there a way we can do another poll about? Uh, there's which multiple artists choice. Could, you know, win a fight. Yeah, we can do that too. And which country artist? Yeah, if you have another artist that we didn't even you know, think about. I mean, yeah, Stapleton, he's a big dude too. But I think he – I don't know that he would do very good in a fight. But, I mean, yeah, give us your artist that you think you know, we need to put in the ring. Um, it's not to the death. Just to the floor. You know, last man standing. And I like the idea that Wheeler Walker Jr. had this week. He's, he thinks that we should invite Will Smith to the country music show and let all the jokes be about Will's wife <laughs> so he can smack the shit at all these country singers. You know? I did think it was funny. You know, there's a lot of stuff on the internet saying that that was staged. Yeah, I don't I believe don't... it. Because Chris walked off stage this weekend on his comedy tour because he did somebody yelled fuck uh will smith he said no 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 11 walked off stage so yeah yeah i don't think it was staged by no it wasn't i don't i mean it wasn't because if it if it was you know will smith just he didn't you know throw his career away but he didn't help it any for sure he'll still be in movies he will he will and his price is not gonna go down by no means. He, he's, he's probably, probably going to go down. No, he's going to have more time off. Yeah. But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. He, I mean, I don't know. But, you know, there was that one guy who come forward who was like, uh, he was kind of like a coach in one of the fighting movies that he was in. 
And he's like, man, he was an asshole on set. He treated me like I was a piece of shit. Of course, everybody from the woodworks is going to try to yeah. come out on this and be in the news. But Will seemed like he would be a genuine nice guy. I don't know. I see him from that movie, The Pursuit of Happiness. Like, that's yeah. how oh, I yeah. think he's <laughs> off stage. Yeah. He may not be, obviously. Right. But- I'm going to tell you, this, this is how I look at it. You can be the nicest person in the world and you might just be having you know, a bad that day. day. We all have bad days. And then what everybody has to remember, you know, famous people have bad days too. And when they have bad days, it's just in front of everybody for everybody to see. So I, I don't hold one you know, bad thing against him because I don't know what I would have done in the same situation. You know, I don't think I would have slapped it. Yeah. Chris rock, but, uh, I don't know. I'm not in this you know, situation. I'm never going to hold that against somebody because you don't know when somebody's going to screw up at a random time in life. And the fact that they have to live their life in front of cameras nonstop. I got to get them the benefit of the doubt. If it happens you know, more than once, then that's a whole nother story. But at this point, I'm, I'm you know saying he probably is a good dude. He's just got a lot going on. You can tell he's got a lot going on. But yeah. I keep thinking that we should do a poll. <laughs> if we get enough people to like answer it, me and you have a smack competition. <laughs> like I'm I'll smack all you. <laughs> for it. All right, all right, all right. If we get if we get 25 likes on our Facebook post of this episode, uh-huh. we will film a smack competition. Let's do likes and shares. 25 likes 25. and shares. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's, it's just clicking a button. That's all, it's not yeah. that hard. I would love to smack Cody Johnson's manhood out of your mouth. <laughs> oh, hell, boy. See, that's what you don't understand. Is like, I'm kind of raised almost like Cody Johnson. You know, I'm one of those... Uh, barroom fighters you know i'm gonna grab oh, yeah. some. You know, i'm gonna grab something i'm gonna wait till your head's turn because you, gonna, no hey, no, no, you can't grab me you can't there, grab me there is no fight that has ever been fought fair that's true ever that's true so now that's also right, 12 so, he's dropped the f-bomb 12 times <sighs> all right so 25 likes 25 shares of yep. this episode and you guys will get a video of us doing a smack competition. <laughs> Hell yes. Unedited. Thanks, folks. Yeah, Unedited. thanks, folks. Yeah, we'll do uh, a Facebook Live. All right, folks. Y'all have a good evening. <laughs> good night. Hasta mañana. This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the Country Music Critic. The views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the Interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch you all next time.